right now in three, two, one. And I think we're in. Yes, we are. Our audience is disillusioned right now. I think that they were taking uh, CBDs from my sponsor. So, uh, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Chew New Podcast. Unfortunately, I am alone today. Uh, Chew could not make it because it rained and his leg got stuck in the front of the driveway. So I wasn't about to pick him up. So, uh, as we all know, Chew is a amputee. And uh, that's, that's all I'm going to say about that. But anyways, guys, <laughs> we are here live in our studios. We got a good one today. I got two segments for you. First one is going to be talking about some Jordan shoes that I that I stumbled across over at the eatery. And that's going to be a beautiful story when I come upon that. But let me introduce... Well, introduce yourself. Go ahead, buddy. Hey, good afternoon, everybody. My name is Andrew, and uh, I'm here to talk about some shoes. And talk I, about the, the shoe game and how it's changed my life and uh, how I got into it. Yeah, and I also got... Rolando Zamora. I'm here representing Good Morning Lothal, where we talk about Star Wars on a weekly basis. I told you, man. <laughs> two great separate... It's going to be great, guys. I mean, for all you Star Wars fans out there, I can tell you right now what you're thinking. You know... Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you know. You know that's going on, bro. You know that's going to happen. But anyways, guys, let's get into it. The funny story about is Lot 41, correct? Yes. Lot, Lot 40, 41. Lot 41. It was a, it was a, uh, a dark Saturday night. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was a Saturday night. I had gone to the craft. Shout out to the craft. Mike and the craft. Thank you. I mean, guys, doing great things out there. Don't forget the concert this week. With uh, Monocity. There you go. I said I opened up for Lone Star. Um, I was out there having, uh, after seeing the cartoon that I posted last week on that, uh, on that, uh, what's it called? That, uh, uh, shoot, blueberry, uh, fruit punch, punch beer, that punch knockout beer, whatever it's called. I forget it because it, it, it erases. It's just like men in black. They flash you with it. You lose all your memory. Uh, <laughs> and uh, while I was drinking my beer, uh, I was walking around, you know, getting my beer, getting ready to leave. And I see this shop. From far away, I'm like, what? I mean, what, what's going on over there? And I see people in there. And then the first thing that I caught my eye were the Jordans on the wall. And I was like, say what? Exactly. I'm like, man, I got to go check that out. And the funny thing is, I don't know whether I was going or coming because I was, I'm not going to lie, I was a little buzzy that night. And uh, all I saw, it, it to me, it looked like they were like telling me to come in. Maybe they were shooing me away. I don't know. <laughs> So they said, come on in. I'm like, oh, yeah, they're calling me. I'm going in. And I walked on in. Guys, when I walked in there, man, was it, it was, it took me back. It took me back when I was a kid, man. Big time. I was like, oh, my God. I'm in heaven. Look at all these shoes. And Andrew approached me and started, I mean, tell me what's going on, Andy. I mean, geez. I mean, where did all of this start? First of all, Tell us where you're from and how did you come up with the idea with this uh, for, uh, Lot 41? Okay, so I'm originally from Harlingen. I got married to my better half. You guys can't see her right now, but she's off to the side over here. Hi. Hey, uh, you, can, you can hear her now. You yeah, can hear. She, she's a West Laco native, so I knew at that moment I was going to become a West Laco native. There you go. And, uh, <laughs> all my life been working as an engineer, and all of a sudden last uh, September, I want to say, mm -hmm. took a trip. Now, I'm the type of guy who was a minimalist. I mean, down to it, I would wear the same pair of shoes six years in a row before I'd get an, and, and in order for me to get a new one, she would force me. She'd have to throw out my stuff 
for me to get a new pair. Every parent's dream, just to have a child that stays with feet. Oh, yeah, hey, hey, was... Your feet are going, don't worry, mom, I'm fine. I'll scrunch my toes, mom, don't yeah. worry. Oh, it was, it was a great thing. And then we go to Vegas, and uh, I stumbled across Urban Necessities. Okay. It's a store inside of the Caesars Forum shops. Okay. Now, this store is a sneakerhead, streetwear person's dream. Mm. It's one of the biggest sneaker stores, if not the biggest sneaker stores in the world. Okay. And as I walk in, I start seeing shoes on the wall. You're talking thousands and thousands of pairs. And for the first time in my life, Mm -hmm. I felt so passionate about an article of clothing with just the shoes. And you said, "Uh oh, 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 she knew it. She knew it. The minute the minute we scanned that first barcode Uh and saw that they were asking four thousand dollars for that pair of shoes, doggy, I think she knew that I had immediately inherited another expensive (laughs) hobby. And she said, "Man, oh my goodness, here we go again." Right, right, right. So. You know, long story short, come back from Vegas and and I call up some friends who are in the sneaker game. And I say, you know what? I want at least six pairs, you know, just to cover the different colors, the different options, a Jordan one, a Jordan four. At this time, I'm still learning. I don't know right. much about much. Right, right. I know a little about a little, but not a lot about a lot. Right. And I'm starting to research. And one of my friends says, you say six, but just wait. <laughs> sure enough. Three months later, I was in about 40 pairs of shoes. Oh, my gosh. And at that moment, I realized to myself, there really is an opportunity here Mm -hmm. because the community, the sneaker culture, and there is a culture here in the Rio Grande Valley. Right. They're such good people. The we got to go out to SneakerCon in San Antonio. SneakerCon. Oh yeah. Holy crap. There, I didn't know there was such a thing. Wow. There's a whole convention for it. And SneakerCon bounces around month to month, different mm-hmm. major cities. So they've had Atlanta, they've had San Antonio, they've had Miami, they've had Los Angeles all this year so far. And you have hundreds of thousands of people there. And when I went, it was incredibly overwhelming for what I had expected. Wow. But at the same time, the culture everybody's just so friendly with this Mm -hmm. and people go out and they celebrate the shoes, the look you have shoes, you know, people wearing shoes from 2015 and, and they've got them looking dead stock is what they say in the industry is brand new. Right. Right. And and it's about the fit, which is your outfit. Right. People are saying it's about the fit. It's about the look. It's about everything, putting it all together. Right. And I was just so engulfed by the community that I told my wife, I said, you know what? We can do this. I said, let's do this. Let's make a store. I said, there's not a lot of them in the Valley. You have Mm -hmm. some of the bigger ones in the malls in McAllen. Right. Understandable. They get a lot of foot traffic, but you didn't have anything so much in the mid Valley area. You had a new store starting to come out. Right, right, right. So I said, you know what? We could jump on this. Let's get on this and let's, let's make it happen. Mm -hmm. Now came the space. No, right? shoot. Okay, it's, exactly. Hey, Find the space for it. Exactly. Yeah. Where exactly are we going to do something like this? And get ready, guys. Get your pen and paper here because you're going <laughs> to about to get the location of this place. Because I guarantee you, walking through those doors is is like jumping back in the '90s, man. It, and I'm, it's <laughs> it's all Jordan. I know my buddy out there who uh, has Sus Castillo, huge Jordan fan. He finds his place, man. You're going to go bank. You're going to be rich in a couple of weeks. <laughs> yeah, I, hope so. I hope so. Come on in. Come on in. But go ahead, go ahead. So the next thing was the figuring out the uh, the space. And so what it seemed like at first was 
we really didn't know where we were going to do this. And a building costs money. A building to build something from scratch costs money. Mm -hmm. We knew that we needed some kind of traction in in terms of foot traffic. Right. And the eatery, you know, they're doing everything right. Right. Exactly. Exactly. You know, it comes to the people coming by, the events that they're hosting, the markets, everything. There's plenty of foot traffic there. It's almost like Westlaco's own mall. Exactly. So it's a great place. So we said, you know what? We want something downtown. We saw that the downtown district started coming up. It's it's starting to grow. Yes. Yes. So, and that's a good thing for everybody. Mm -hmm. Um, My father-in-law, my mother-in-law recently purchased Mimi's Attic. Okay. So Mimi's Attic is an antique store downtown Westlaco in Texas. It's been there. For a while. I've been you know, in a couple of times. It's yeah. an institute yeah. and they've got all kinds of stuff there. Antiques, knickknacks, anything that you could think of. A lot of sports memorabilia. That's oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Plenty of stuff like that. Yeah. And uh, you know, my father-in-law, as he's purchasing it, he asked me to help him move some things out of the back room. Right. Move some furniture for him. And some of that furniture, it's no joke. You're moving around that stuff. Right. Exactly. So I said, hey, gladly. And as I go to this back room, I start looking at the bones of it. The ceiling is aluminum ceiling. There's industrial beams running across it. Now, mind you, they're painted, you know, pastel yellow and pinks at the time. Right. But I look at the room and I say, man, this room has potential to do something with. And lo and behold, there's two rooms. There are twin rooms sitting in the back of the store Mm -hmm. that have this industrial feel to it. Mm -hmm. I said, yeah, this is perfect for a man cave slash shoe store, you know? And, and so, what about my she shed? Yeah. No, hey, she, she can have the she shed. She can have the she shed. And uh, so we see, I see it. The bones are good. Everything's right. I said, man, but we're moving stuff around. So somebody's already renting it. I asked mm-hmm. my father in law, say, hey, you know, what the renters here, you know, do they have a contract or anything? He says, well, what renters? Mm. As luck would have it, the renters vacated that month oh, of both of those shoot. back rooms. There you go. At that moment, I'm a big believer in signs and that things happen for a reason. Yep, yep, I yep. knew that the universe was telling me I was in the right place at the right time, yep. having the right idea and the right conversation with the right people. Yep, yep, yep. So immediately call you know, the better half, the decision maker, the boss, my wife How was on the phone. How was she? At first, apprehensive. That heartbeat, right? right? At first, yeah. It's, right there. That was exactly, a heartbeat right there. Exactly. <laughs> what is he going to ask me? <laughs> What's, you know, she, she hears me get excited about something and she's, the first thing she thinks is how much is it going to cost us? You know what I mean? Because she knows that, that this is going to be something. Mm-hmm. And so I start running the idea past her. I said, hey, look, listen, we were looking for a space. We wanted something. I said, what do you think? And mm-hmm. it didn't take her long to say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I had to do it. That was perfect. That was perfect. I'm sure there was a little bit of that. At first, right. That was the initial before there was the, uh, the yes, the go ahead. Right. The green light. I got all that. There was a little bit of that. But no, I mean, it didn't take much convincing, mm-hmm. but I knew that one of the biggest issues that shoe stores come into is having the inventory. Yes. So yes. now at this time, the idea was in place. The passion behind it was in place. Mm-hmm. 
and the physical location was in place, right? We needed inventory. Yeah. Exactly. So inventory was the next step. And, and it was, how do we go about doing this? Right. These sneakers for anybody that knows about a Nike dunk, a Jordan drop, a Yeezy drop, you name it, whatever it is. I see dollar signs every time oh, it says that. Bro. Oh yeah. <laughs> These they're so limited and incredibly difficult to get. Not just one of them, right. not just your size, but to get multiples. Exactly. Super difficult. Exactly. And that's why stores run into the inventory issues. Right. So we knew we had to go to sneaker cons. We had to go to these sneaker conventions, these streetwear conventions, things like that mm-hmm. to go and, and, and buy the inventory. So here we were new to the game, going to the biggest event that Texas has had this year and trying to come back with at least 50 pairs minimum. We knew we needed that. And we knew we needed a mix of things that were considered the heat shoes, mm-hmm. the shoes that uh, everybody wants. And then we needed to have affordable, right? You have to have affordable because you have to have those options for people to come in and feel like, Hey, I'm not immediately turned off right. by everything in your store being $500 or more. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I hear you, I hear you. And so, you know, all of these things, these ideas start coming together and we go to these events, start pulling in inventory, right? You know, every event we went to, the idea was to come back with at least minimum $5,000 worth of, of inventory. Jesus. Bring it down. And Jesus. we knew that our savings was taking a hit. Right. For sure. But right. we thought this is an investment that we believed in. Right. That we thought would work and that we were passionate about. Yeah. So it's where it started. Yeah. And that, that's that's the whole thing about uh, starting anything like that. You need to take the leap. You need to take the leap to get something going, just like when we started with with this podcast. Just like I'm pretty sure you do that with your podcast. Uh, it's it's taking the leap of faith to do that, you know. Yeah. So, but uh, it, it it's like I said. I mean, you 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 came up with the idea. You say, you know what? I gotta do this. I, I, if I don't if I don't move on this now, you know, it's gonna be something I should have said. Damn it, I, I should have done it because oh, yeah. someone else is already doing it. But you, oh, yeah. I mean, honestly, straight honesty is that. Going into that shop, it is, it's magical, man. Because I mean, I it, really appreciate it. It, really it took me. It. it literally took me back to when I was in high school. You know, and uh, consider the fact Jordan came into the NBA in the in the late eighties, but he started blossoming in the nineties. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, and then uh, seeing all those shoes again is like holy crap. I'm like, my God. And the first thing I told you, we're the first shoes he wore with. And he went there right here. I'm like, yep. oh, my oh, God. Yeah, yeah. Had a, <laughs> like, had a 20, 2015 retro pair of Jordan 1 High Chicago's. We had that shoe. If you look at the market on that shoe today, brand new, running about $2,000 yep. for that pair. Exactly. We had a slightly used pair. I said, you know what? I understand the demographic also is a thing, right? Mm-hmm. Understand it. Yeah. Look, we're not trying to get rich off of anybody or anything. I we operate in margins that are incredibly small. Right. That pair you saw that day yeah. is gone. Oh fuck. <laughs> San Antonio Secas. Somebody came in and took it. And as a, yeah, yeah. They came in, they saw it on the saw it on the wall and said, I gotta have it. God, I gotta have it. Dang it, dude! And the, and the thing is, is you see that shoe, and it, it doesn't matter if you're a fan of basketball, a fan of sneakers, a fan of Michael Jordan. It's just a piece of history. Yeah, 
you see somebody wearing a pair of Jordan one highs yeah. in the Chicago colorway. Yeah, yeah. You know exactly what they exactly, are. Exactly. You yeah. know exactly what they are. And and the thing about the shoes today is because Jordan brand, Nike brand, even Adidas have done collaborations with all types of people. You have Adidas doing the collaboration with Kanye West that yes. brings in his yeah. fans to the culture. Exactly. Nike and Jordan brand doing the collaborations with Travis Scott, bringing in his fans and that culture, these collaboration deals that they continue to do, it just brings in more fans to an already insane group of people. Like the, the, the number of people is, is just crazy, Mm -hmm. but it's always good people. And that's the thing. It's easy to get into something when you know, you're getting involved with good people. Mm -hmm. And that's a great thing. There's a, there is a good sneaker community here in the Valley uh, maintained mostly through the Facebook groups. Uh, the RGV soul is the Facebook shout out to them, but they maintain a a great page and the culture is just phenomenal. A lot of those guys have come through and helped me with inventory for the store. Mm -hmm. A lot of those guys I've been responsible with big deals and, and it's been great. It's been great to have the support from them as well to say, Hey, you're doing this. I got this shoe at retail instead of selling it for, you know, three, $400, I'm going to go ahead and give it to you for less. I'm going to make my profit, but I'm going to leave you to make something for yours. Yeah, and that's, yeah, gotcha, and that's gotcha. the sneaker community. It's been a lot of people helping people. You see, I saw that upstate. I've seen it from people from all over Miami, all over the place, right. even here in the RGV. So it is an incredible community and it's very easy for you to feel passionate about something like that. Mm-hmm. You know, it's something that I myself love. I wear a different pair of Jordan ones every day. I mean, that's, that's just my thing. I I love it so much. And so I'm glad to see that people share that passion, you know, about the shoes and stuff. Right. Right. And I I got a a Molka studio saying, guys, have a great show. Thank you guys. And of course I got Louie who's shooting out a bunch of crap here saying Deadpool. Of course, Louie, I'm uh, (laughs) Schindler's list, uh, change up wrong podcast, bro. Uh, That's the, that's evil by default. That's the, the guys you want to follow those guys. Because they're the ones into the hardcore and Lilo and Stitch, you got problems. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, and not only in your shop, I know you brought a couple. I'm, I'm sure you want to show those off. Oh, yeah. You brought a couple of uh, some items here. Let me get the other camera on because I think we are going to have to use that camera. <laughs> get that camera going real quick. And uh, these, he's actually uh, giving them to me for free. <laughs> as, a, as a promotional, a promotional <laughs> gift. Promotional gift for me. Yay! No. If you want to bring one for two, it's just one shoe. But uh, <laughs> uh, so, so I, got it. I, I got him covered. <laughs> what you got, man? I got the camera right on you. There's a this camera there, a camera there. You got All two. Right. Camera one, camera two, camera one, so camera this two. Shoe, this is a recent release by Nike brand, and this is a Nike Dunk Low. So Nike Dunk Lows are all the rage right now. Everybody knows about a Nike Panda. If you guys are watching the podcast and you know what a Panda is, it yeah, you know what a panda is. <laughs> this one here is a Nike Dunk Low, and this is actually a commemorative Dunk Low that just released. This is called the Nike Dunk Low Jackie Robinson. Oh, now for shoot. those of you sports fans, that's another. That's another oh my gosh, I can already see on the camp. Jesus where Christ, you get the sports fans involved with it as well. So, she comes with an extra pair of laces, the blue. You see the cross stitching like a baseball Jeez. on the white lace here. 
commemorating the 75 years on the tongue. There you go. It says 75 years of breaking barriers. And here you're going to have all of the writing that Jackie Robinson spoke in a speech. Wow. Felt Nike swoosh, blue stitching around the outsole, mini Nike swoosh here over the toe box. And of course, the number 42 here. Commemorating Big baseball fans, I go, you guys are going crazy right now. Where can I get that shoe? <laughs> so this this is a size ten and a half. You can find perfect. <laughs> and, and I mean, this is just this is one of the things about the sneaker culture is that you also get these uh, kind of commemorative shoes that come out. And this is an absolute beautiful that shoe. Beautiful, I mean, man. the materials yeah. that they chose on it on the shoe is absolutely phenomenal. Wow, so if you're dude. a baseball fan. Your fan of number 42. It'll fit, man. A couple of uh, paper tissue in front, I'll be all right. There you go. <laughs> just fine. Yeah. No, this is this is an absolutely wow. phenomenal shoe. Amazing pair. I'm really glad Damn. they did it. Uh, even inside the sock liner or the, uh, I'm sorry, the insole. The insole has insole. all of the writing. Oh, there it is. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, Incredible man. pair of shoes. Wow. So, yeah. If you guys want one of these, we've also got it in women's size. There you go, ladies. You want to do a his and hers? Ladies, you come want to on. do a couple matching thing? Come on over, shop the store. Now, men, they're walking out together. No, man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then I brought I brought one more. Uh, okay, here to show we go. You guys. So here we go. Here we go. This is a little bit of an older pair. And for those of you sneakerheads that are watching, just by seeing the box. The inverted Nike box with the Jumpman stamped here. I'm sure you could have an idea of what this is. Oh my gosh! So this is <laughs> this is a huge collaboration, and a lot of people say this collaboration was the one that set off sneakers for Nike. Give me a minute. Go lock the door in front because I'm probably gonna have somebody running into the podcast in a minute. <laughs> there you go. There you go. <laughs> so this happened in 2017. This was a collaboration between Virgil Abloh's Off-White Company and Virgil Abloh, rest in peace. He just passed away last right. year in October. Right. Uh, and Nike, along with Jordan Brand, Nike reached out to Virgil and said, we've had a lot of problems with our creative teams and the ideas. Mm -hmm. We're going to send you 10 shoe silhouettes and we want you to do something with them. Right. At this point, Virgil Abloh was famous for a deconstructed look. He wanted shoes to look, clothing, anything he was designing to look as though it was falling apart, mm -hmm. as though it was barely being pieced together. And uh, he came back to Nike with what they called the 10. Mm -hmm. It was the 10 shoes that he collabed off-white with this one was is the one this is the the pinnacle one. Oh my gosh so this right here okay let me uh let me adjust you might want to close your eyes for this yeah. <laughs> so, so you've got in the inside as soon as you open you've got oh the my old God. Jumpman logo Jesus Christ. so we talked about the original Chicago Jordan one highs I am sweating bullets right now ladies and gentlemen if you are watching me right now I am can't contain myself this oh my gosh is the off-white Jesus Christ Jordan One High in the Chicago color blocking. Jesus. So man. you see that everything on the shoe looks like it's got exposed foam. The pieces are still coming apart here. 
right, You've right, got right, right. The 85, 85 on the inside yeah. here, meaning that this was the original release of the shoe. Exactly. This is the off-white famous zip tie. You have deconstructed look along the swoosh with mm -hmm. the stitching on the outside. Exactly. This is Virgil Abloh's design. When he passed away, the shoe went from being like a $5,000 shoe to being $10,000. Real quick, overnight. yeah, of course. Now, it's settled down a little since then, but it's still an iconic shoe. You damn straight it is. Chicago <laughs> Jordan 1 High in the off-white blocking. If you guys want to come by and see it, you guys Ooh. want to come by and make offers on it? You're more than welcome to. We've got it priced at the store. You gotta, you gotta take uh, side by side photos with a number on the side and uh, fingerprints at the door. We definitely have these on display. You can see that it's got the off white where it was manufactured. Here. Right, right. But this is just an iconic pair of shoes. Anybody who's a sneakerhead who knows anything about it, they Jesus know what the Chicago is. An off white Chicago. Is absolutely gorgeous. This is this is by far one of the most beautiful shoes I've ever seen. And the construction, the color blocking, everything about it—they know what this is. Everybody knows what this is. Right. You know, if if you're if you're into basketball or whatever, you know what this is. So I just wanted to bring this one by because it means a lot. It was definitely a grail for me. This was a shoe that I considered one of the holy grails. Of shoes. It is the holy grail of shoes, yeah, bro. Absolutely, it's the first. Dude. Absolutely. <laughs> So I had to bring this one by to show oh, it off. My God. And he's giving it to me. No. <laughs> I'm worried about in the rainy you know, day right here, now. So here's the thing. We're definitely going to give this guy a free pair of shoes. You know what I mean? If he hasn't been dropping hints at all, i got to be blind and deaf. Oh, my God. This guy's getting a pair of J's. Oh, my Anytime God. you see him, let him know. He's going to let you know where he picked them up from. Guess where I got him? Yeah. Lot 41, 41, baby. <laughs> Oh my God! And I mean, not only do you sell shoes, you gotta get a bit of out of your partner over here, buddy. You also sell Magic the Gathering, correct? That's correct. And uh, how is that? How is and uh, being a, a, a shoe store? How does that intertwine, man? How how is the business on that intertwining with you guys? You want to take that one? Uh, so. <laughs> <laughs> So he, he's, he's the talker. He's, he's, a, he's, he's on a roll. That's why, man. I mean, the thing is, is that we topics. don't, yeah, don't, don't let anybody, you know, I was, I wasn't a sneakerhead before I was a closet card gamer. There you go. Dungeons and Dragons, Magic oh, the Gathering, there you go, there you go. You know, Pokemon, you name it. And I've played it, right? I absolutely, we've loved the game since I can remember. I've, I've probably been playing Magic the Gathering since around... 1997 the game came out in 93 so 97 was when i started playing i feel super old right now but oh, go on <laughs> i feel i feel like that every morning when i wake up that that's 1990 what yep 97 97 oh shit i just graduated 94 <laughs> so well, this podcast is over <laughs> <laughs> now you owe me a joke <laughs> No, go ahead, man. So, so we started. We started with the magic cards, and uh, you know, we both were engineers. Went to school for engineering, mm -hmm, graduated mm -hmm. college for engineering, right. worked at an engineering firm, and uh, all the time we'd look at each other and say, "Wouldn't it be great to open up a magic store to just sell magic cards?" Now, when this opportunity presented itself for the shoes, you know, I said, "Why?" 
why leave it at shoes? Right. When the stimulus checks started coming in and COVID was in its prime, yeah. people were sitting around at home with a lot of extra cash wondering where to invest it. Right. Collectibles. I'm talking sealed video games, yep. magic cards, Pokemon cards, you name mm-hmm. it. Power Rangers, toys, anything you know, rated, anything, books, yeah, comic books, cards, whatever. Yeah. Started going through the roof. Exactly. So people have a lot of extra exposable income, and right. that's what did it. Mm-hmm. So when this opportunity came up, I said, Hey, let's make it shoes, collectibles, and apparel. Right. Let's do collectibles. We had the space. Right. Exactly. We wanted we wanted to do it. And and we wanted to enter a market of it that no one else in the valley has. Now, there are collectible card game yes. stores in yeah. the valley. They're, exactly. they're here and they're great. Right. All of them. Right. right? We've got yeah, friends right. in the business who own them. Mm-hmm. Can't say anything bad about any one of them. Right. Fantastic. And we didn't want to compete with them exactly we wanted them to be able to host the tournaments have the kids over and do the right. thing right we didn't want to enter that sector exactly we wanted to do a different one and and i you want to go ahead and take the reins on what commander is and why we got into <laughs> it or... yeah sure so <laughs> commander is basically like a spin-off format of mm-hmm. what people know magic the gathering to be where you're just playing heads up Okay. So this format was invented a while back already, mm-hmm. and it's, it was intended to be a tabletop casual format of the game where you get together with like three of your friends, you sit around, you have a beer while you're playing Magic. Just like what jokes, I'm doing right now. Just <laughs> like yeah. So what it what happens in Magic, well, before Commander existed, the value of cards would actually depreciate. Okay. Rather than it being like a true collectible and the longer you held it, the more it would go up in value. Mm-hmm. It's just because there was no availability for you to actually still use older cards. Okay. So when this format came out, it gave players the availability to do that. Mm-hmm. And not only did they get to play with their favorite cards that they couldn't really play with anymore at tournaments, at the local shops, mm-hmm. uh, now there was both a play value and a collectible value mm-hmm. to it. So the beauty of the game is that it's evolved so much to where like now you have sleeves and protect protectors for these cards. Yeah, yeah, I see, yeah. I see that. And coincidentally, like that's also created like a rarity in the oldest cards that exist because back when this game was created, it's the first trading card game actually. Mm-hmm. There was no such thing as sleeves, so people were buying these cards. They were playing them, uh, you know, on the living room floor, yeah. on the sidewalk yeah, exactly. outside. Yeah. I remember yeah. playing with them on the tazos, sidewalk. Tazos. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> so all of a sudden, people—they're not only looking for these cards to play with; they're looking for the best condition right. cards, and they're right. just—it just created a market of like high end. The same way we're talking about high end sneakers. Yes, yes. Aside yes. from the normal shoes, you go into Foot Action, Foot Locker, and buy. Right. There's a market for high end cards so yeah. it's both a collectible and a gaming piece so wow. we decided you know all the other stores do such a great job of like having availability of cards for people to have for these tournaments mm-hmm. but our you know our niche has always been we like the high-end stuff because in this game everybody wants to evolve their deck into high-end stuff because right. it's a collectible right format. right right so right. i know more so with Andy, it's like he has, he's like an amassed an insane collection because uh, speaking of like expertise in investing, like mm-hmm. he was talking about taking the risk in the shoes. Well, magic was something that he knew for such a long time that it was much more of 
uh, less of a risk. And right. It's more of like yeah. an easy thing to exactly. like, you just pick this stuff up and exactly. you sit on it. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Right. So it just got, I guess it got so out of hand that. Really, really <laughs> yeah. Out of hand. Really? Yeah. Out of hand. yeah. Really out that, of hand. That's, that's the wife oh, in the background. That's yeah. Really out, out of hand. hand. Yeah. I can't really say too out of hand because it's like when you become like you're an expert in some in certain, yeah. certain things, you just know what to buy, you know what to hold, and then you know when to sell. Well, I would say, given the sneaker uh, shop, now yeah. there was presented itself an opportunity to, to start selling and for us to actually start turning profit on mm-hmm. our collection. So right. that's where he brought me into the picture because again like he said it's something that we would talk about we'd always we, talked yeah. about it we don't we just always talked about it and, and we wanted to do it and i mean th- so this is my best friend he was he was the best man at my wedding <laughs> there's there's nobody in the world i trust more than this guy right you know except for the wife except for the wife She's over so, there. so i can feel it i can feel the eyes right i can feel them pride that just she, she, she's all just wait till we get home yeah, i'm gonna oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. throw you yeah. And, uh, you are sleep with the dogs tonight, and then show help me that if I can. She's she's definitely chiquita pero picosa. Yeah, I got you. Spicy. I got you. I got you. So <laughs> you know, and, and I I was glad to call him up and say, hey, listen, let's let's do it. You know, we've got the space now. We've got this opportunity. We're both in business for ourselves now. Let's. Let's take a risk. You know, let's take that leap of faith that we talked about earlier. Right. And let's get it done. And so, you know, like you said, we we want to focus on that the commander portion of the game. Now, is not to not to throw anyone else out. We do have singles for everybody. Right. Uh, but we focus on more of the they're called foil cards, like a hollow foil. Imagine right. opening up a rookie card or something and you've got like a pinnacle prism background or something like that. That's what we're looking for. Oh, okay. Not the normal version of a card. We're looking for more of the foil, the high end, the extended art, the borderless, right. the, the crazy stuff. That's what we want to focus on. Well, I just want to let you know we got our first caller here. And uh, go ahead, buddy. What did you want to say? Okay. What do you want to say again? Okay. Yeah. All right. I got 100 lottery tickets. All what? Right. What? I'm going to win this lot Oh my God! This, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, this is this is true. <laughs> He's talking about winning the lotto thing. You're gonna win this lotto and what, Chu? What are you doing? Uh huh. You know how many I had to take out just now? Chu. Jew, you're calling for a reason. We'll get you that one Jordan, all right? Well, I'll make sure I try to get you that one Jordan for your amputee leg, dude. But, but first of all, first of all, you're a jerk for bringing that up. <laughs> and then? You are a tremendous jerk. All right, first of all, that leg, that leg that you're mocking, uh-huh. it's prescription, okay? Okay. <laughs> 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 Anyways, dude, I'm gonna have to bring it to commercial. Oh my god! Anyways, ladies and gentlemen, yeah, aren't aren't we happy that we left you at home? People, <laughs> people who, by the way, can't afford to drop eight thousand dollars. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, that is true on the line. Thanks for calling, you. Oh my god. I gotta go to break, man. Come on. I, 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 I,
I have a question for for the nerds. I oh, oh my god! <laughs> hey, go ahead, go ahead, <laughs> shoot. shoot. All right, all right, nerds. Okay, <laughs> go on. Re- recent times have uh, thrust the game of Dungeons and Dragons back into the popular into the spotlight. Thank you, Stranger Things. Yes, indeed. Thank you, Stranger Things. Now, how has that translated? Has that at all translated to business into your into your nerd nook there? <laughs> oh, I, you have hey. to use the word nerd, you ass. No, it's not a derogatory word. Yeah, yeah. Not, any, not anymore. Not anymore. Thanks, Stranger Things again. Yeah. I, I didn't want to use the real word that I really wanted to use. Shut up, dude. Just shut up. I'm going to hang up already, dude. No, yeah, to, to answer his question, absolutely. So Magic the Gathering, the card game, actually as right along the, alongside Stranger Things, they have now done a collaboration and have released two Magic sets wow. that collaborated with Dungeons & Dragons where wow. they took all these iconic Dungeons & Dragons characters and printed them on Magic cards. And so... You're, this is this is the, the type of thing that I was talking about with these collaboration events. It doesn't just happen with the shoes. You've got collaboration events happening everywhere. And to be honest, I think the first person that did it, the person that made it famous, Marvel Studios. Mm-hmm. You had superheroes coming out in other superheroes movies. Right. And Marvel said, hey, wait a minute. The more superheroes we jam in a movie, the more money we're going to make. Mm-hmm. Other businesses said, hey, they've got the right idea. So Magic the Gathering jumped on board with the Dungeons and Dragons train and created this collaboration, two sets where it's got Dungeons and Dragons characters and it's done nothing but positive things for sales. Right. So, yeah, to answer the question, it has improved sales vastly. You have now a whole new group of players that were playing one tabletop game that are now interested in playing another one Mm -hmm. because their favorite characters are now in this game. Right. So, and vice versa. Right. You know, if you, if you weren't into Dungeons and Dragons and now you're, and you were into magic, you're reading these cards and saying, you know what? I want to learn more about this. Mm -hmm. I want to know why so many of these cards say roll a dice, take initiative, do things like that. Dungeons and Dragons things on the cards. So you jump over now and now you've got people doing this cross genre thing. Right. So yeah, to answer his question, Hey, Business is good. There you go, dude. Business is good. Are you happy? Fantastic, dude. All right. Let me know if there's going to be the uh, the, the big uh, Yu-Gi-Oh! versus Dungeons & Dragons. Oh, my God. Here we go. <laughs> Bye, Chew. Let the nerds going down that day. <laughs> Bye, Chew. Ladies and gentlemen, that was Chew on my uh, co-host, uh, I guess, for the meantime, until I go solo. <laughs> But anyways, guys, <laughs> yeah, if you would have been here, it would have been very interesting. Trust me, guys. But no, you know what? Since we're coming up to 30, actually 40 minutes already to the podcast, nothing wow. great stuff here. Wow. We got to pay some bills because we know we can't have beautiful people like this coming to our show, or to our show you know? So let's pay some bills and we will be right back. Give me one second. Time to pay some bills, guys. Here we go. The Craft, West Coast, Texas, probably sponsor the Chewing Podcast. Man, you're looking for a good Friday night, Saturday night, or any time of the night. You want to head out to West Coast, look for the Craft down at the eatery, man. I guarantee you will have a great time. Ask for Miguel and let him know Chewing Him sent you. 
Amp It Up, located in McAllen, Westaco, Texas. Guys, looking for something with anxiety, something to sleep and relax? Give Uvaldo and Molly a call. They will help you out. Just let them know. Chewy New said you might get something a little extra, you know what I'm saying? Beanie Wheaties, man. You cannot go wrong with this enchilada mix, man. I'll tell you what, right now, any kind of beer you mix in this bad boy, I guarantee it's going to be a party. Not one, not two, but three times a night. And she's selling gallons. Get a hold of her on Facebook and Instagram. Hurry up before they all run out. Smoke, liquor, and adult novelties? Hell, head out to the rabbit hole, bro. You will have a good time. They got a lot of stuff you can take a look at. And if you're interested, you can even start being a tattoo artist. They even have tattoo machines. Look for them on Facebook and Instagram. I guarantee you'll love it, brother. And let them know. Chewy New sent you. Looking for a solid plumber? Give Paco a call, man. I'm telling you right now. If he doesn't answer, keep calling. He's always a busy guy. Let him know Chewy New sent you. And when you let him know that, he'll also tell you, your crap is his bread and butter. <laughs> Like always, man. <laughs> yeah. Summertime is here, man. The best way to cool off is through Rowdy's Pools, man. What better way to have your own pool in your backyard? Why go to the beach where all the crowd is? Never get that sense of relaxation and privacy? Get your own pool. Call Rowdy's Pool and let them know. Chew a new sent you, man. Big shout out to Surge, one of our number one sponsors from the beginning. He's been here through all the episodes, man. There's nothing more than saying thank you. Any electrician advice, give this guy a call. Let him know the rock star sent you. Watch up, bro. You got cravings? No, but let me tell you about this place out here, man. It's going to get you every time. Hipsters, snacks, and more. Located at 2600 South 23rd Street, McCown, Texas. Give him a call. Let him know. Chew a new sent you. Once again, thank you to all our sponsors for sticking with us through thick and thin, man. We got a lot more show for you, so go oh anywhere, baby. Latest guys. Uh, Joe Manganiello, famous for True Blood, and uh, also comes out in Rampage with The Rock, mm -hmm. married to Sofia Vergara. The guy is a fanatic for Dungeons and Dragons, right. an absolute fanatic. And then it crosses over to Magic the Gathering. You have Post Malone, mm -hmm. who is an absolute phenom for Commander Magic, high-end Magic cards, things like that. You've got you know, like Jake Paul showing up to events wearing first edition Charizard oh cards, Pokemon around his neck. You know, you got a $50,000 card hanging around your neck. And yes, I said it 50,000, five zero. Yeah. Some of these it's things no, are. It's no longer the big gold chains. No. Now no. it's a Pokemon it's card. It's a Pokemon <laughs> card. Yeah. yeah. So. Jesus Christ. You have these crossovers happening all over the place where. They're bringing in their fans into a, a whole new world and they're seeing a whole new side of, of that person and then getting into this collectible genre just like they're getting into it. Right. And uh, yeah, so Post Malone, they there's a lot of YouTube channels that have Post Malone playing magic. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, that's our goal. Our next, the next step for the store is to start a YouTube channel. Oh, and, here we go. And get that going. And now here we know we a guy who's oh, good with God. lights, <laughs> sound, sound effects. I mean, hey, we know a guy. I don't, and, I don't know anybody. Like and that. he works, and he works for Jordan. No, I know a guy. <laughs> I know a guy who might just. Do that for you. There you go. Uh, yeah. This guy right here. <laughs> anyway, man, I, I mean, I look forward to that later on. If you guys do a podcast out there, man, uh, I know she and I would love to go out there and do a live show there. There, that way we can we can actually show the shop how it really goes. You guys go go ahead and dish out the address so they can try looking looking for you guys. So if you guys know where the eatery is downtown Westlaco. Uh, you want to go to the back of it, to the back alley, or after hours, if, after hours right or, around the corner. Right, <laughs> right. Or if you're coming from Texas, you want to find Mimi's Attic and walk 415 Texas, walk all the way to the back of Mimi's Attic, and you'll find us there. At first, we thought maybe even make it a speakeasy. Kind of like if you know, you know, we're there. Right. You know what I mean? And, right. and just keep promoting it through social media and have that buzz about, you know, hey, I see this and it says it's at the eatery at the eatery. Where is it at the exactly. eatery? Exactly. You know what I mean? And so we're located right behind the it's eatery. Behind the taco stand, bro. There you go. Right there. Yeah. <laughs> You mean I can get a pair of drinks behind the taco stand? (laughs) Go, bro! (laughs) We're actually located at the eatery right behind Vintage Coffee. There you go. So if you go to the eatery and you see the Vintage Coffee uh, food truck slash coffee truck slash container truck. Something I should have stopped before I actually went into the shop. There you go. Sober up. Sober up a bit. (laughs) Yeah. We're right behind it. That's right awesome, behind man. it, you can find us there. Guys, and all that, all social media page, you can go on Facebook, Instagram, uh, Instagram all the lot 41 collectibles. And apparel. And apparel, man. Go on there and check and those out. Well, I mean, now we're going to switch gears to Mr. Rolando. Yes. Zamora. Yes, that's Zamora, right. I can't remember. <laughs> and we're going to talk about this Star Wars podcast that's going on, man. Yeah. Something I just barely found out that <laughs> night that I stumbled in, literally stumbled into the door uh, <laughs> about it. And, and I mean, talk to us where you're from, where did it all start, and why isn't the co-host with us? Because <laughs> I want the light. <laughs> First of all, shout out to my co-host, Pete Salas. I did not know <laughs> there you go. Got you that applause there, buddy. I did not know until today, Pete. Like I told you, that we were gonna actually have two segments. I thought it was just the show or the the shop rather, and I was just gonna be able to plug in the show. He knew. He knew. <laughs> <laughs> no. So for me, I'm from Harlingen too. Like I, I've known Andrew since high school, so that's why I really got to know him through, cool. through the game. It was through Magic Gathering that cool, we actually man. became cool, friends. Cool. Uh, and. Dude, in the circle of like geeks, nerds, whatever you want to call us, we're all <laughs> we all follow basically the same stuff. It's so yeah, right. collectibles, Star Wars, Marvel, Marvel Star Trek, D and D, whatever, right? right, right. So we watch it. It just so happens like with our group, like we're a lot of us are like really huge Star Wars fans. Right, right. So just to kind of give you a brief summary of that, when I was a kid, 
I, I can I consider myself to have the best Star Wars story. Not to, and I'm a real hey, humble guy. Hey, go go for it, go for it, man, go for it. We gotta hear. let me get a close up on this because I want your co-host to see this. <laughs> he knows the story. He knows the story. I just said the story to our Go ahead, audience. man. I got you. Can talk into that camera right there. Go ahead. Yeah. So basically, when I was a kid, I'm sure like I was born in '86, so I'm sure there's a bunch of you guys out there that might be in the same situation. Like at a certain point, we just started running out of movies to watch. And I don't know about you guys, but my parents would just get, you know, VHS, blank VHSs and record. Yeah, like my movies, boy. TV shows. That's my that. boy. There you yep. go. That brings back memories. So once I finished our video library of official bot mm-hmm. licensed right, right, <laughs> movies, right. I started exploring those. Some of them, you know, I had to quickly pause and, you know, put away because I wasn't supposed to be watching that. Right. <laughs> those right, were the right, best right, ones. Yeah. yeah. Couldn't find out later. Those are the best ones. <laughs> It's a different Death Star. Yeah. But more importantly, we had this one VHS. It had like the label was kind of like trashed on it. You know how they would start peeling and all that. And one of them, I think there was like three movies on there. And one of them, the middle movie was The Empire Strikes Back. Mm. Well, my version of The Empire Strikes Back started 30 minutes in. Mm, okay. So not only did I not have the entire cut, I was at, at such a young age, I just perceived that to be Star Wars. Period. Right. Oh. I, and you know what? Now that I'm thinking about it, since I didn't have that, the the beginning part where it's showing you the, the title and all yes, that, exactly. that's probably why I didn't even know. Okay. I didn't get the episode five oh, part. I just okay. got jumped right into the, the Battle of Hoth. So there you go. it wasn't until a few years later where my dad, you know, brought to light that, hey, there's two more movies. Ooh. And you could just imagine how excited I got to know that. And I had to see them immediately. Say what? <laughs> <laughs> so that's kind of where my Star Wars fandom started. And then sure enough, you get you grow up, you go to school, and you just start meeting kids that they're into the same. Right, right, stuff. right. So right. it's hard not to be a Star Wars fan. I yeah, got uh Petey, is it Petey? Yeah, that's Salas? My yeah. Saying hello, I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> and I got Michael Zuniga that's saying no. I hope I'm doing it right, buddy. No. <laughs> That sounds, that sounds good. That's good. <laughs> so go ahead, man. Sorry, man. Yeah, so. so flash forward years later, the prequels come out. And I got to be honest, I just wasn't like such a huge fan. And my Star Wars fandom actually kind of diminished to a certain extent, which I'm ashamed to say mm-hmm. to this, you know, today, because now good, I'm though. just like such a huge, huge fan, mm-hmm. more so than I ever was. And the reason that I became such a huge fan is uh, after the prequels came out, George Lucas and the, the crew, they released a show called The Clone Wars, and it's actually an animated show. My nephew is a huge fan of that show. So I, I tried so hard, so hard to get it. I just, <laughs> I couldn't. But then you're talking to the guy that watched New Hope and yeah. Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi. So it's like, mm, I can't. I'm <laughs> and sorry. It, it's, and it's tough, too, because there's a lot of them. Yeah. It's yeah. not like one, two, three movies. No, right. there's how many episodes? In the, the, oh, in the Clone Wars. In the Clone Wars, yeah, there's like seven seasons. Jesus, yeah, Christ. seven seasons. That's that's um, a that's a lot. That's my yeah, life story. <laughs> <laughs> and that first season's kind of rough. So that's kind of like where a lot of people falter right in the beginning. But like once you get past it, it just you know it really starts picking up steam, mm-hmm. and like each season is progressively better than the previous one. So yeah, so what ended up happening was Andy and another buddy of mine, Eddie. They always told me about. It. They knew I was a Star Wars fan. They're like, "You gotta watch the the, the Clone Wars. It's, it's super good." Yeah. And I was just like, "Nah, I'm good." And I remember also, it, that series started with a movie, an animated movie that came out in theaters, just just self titled The Clone Wars. Right. My dad took us to watch it. 
there was an intro they introduced a new character called Ahsoka Tano, like a younger Padawan to Anakin, and I just right. wasn't like a fan. You weren't having it. Yeah, I wasn't, I, got you. I, got I wasn't you. having it. I was like, it's okay. He wasn't alone though. I think the general consensus from people at the time was mm-hmm. it just didn't go. It didn't yeah. go. And there was you a know? lot of burnout from the prequel. That wasn't right. the only one that was yeah. in that book. I'm, I'm sorry. I, I'm, I'm going to be honest. I'm going to be honest with you. And, and people probably going to say, you know what? <laughs> Shut this podcast off. Never go on there again. Uh, I could not get the prequels. Exactly. I, I, yeah. I, I, to me, the golden was the, the three. The first yeah. three. The three. It's hard. It's hard. When three. you set the bar so high, Yes. you have these expectations coming into things like that. And, and then when it doesn't meet it, yeah, you feel like you got let like you let down. You yeah. know what I mean? A lot of and I had to buckle myself down to watch the last three. Oh yeah, I had yeah. to really and and you know what? I'm gonna be up. They were good. <laughs> they were actually it, it closed the story. Good. I mean, yeah. I mean, I can't. Uh, this is just the old timer talking. The th- first three that came out. I mean, that was golden for me. Like, yeah. oh my it's, god, man, yeah. so many things and not a damn one Mexicano up there. But it's beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> Except for Chewy, Chewy, I'm taking the one out of yes. Paul, Paul Rodriguez uh, comedy book. Chewy, el, el vato mecánico y bien maboso, uh, el este guy. <laughs> Pero <laughs> yeah, I could. And Arturito, I, 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 Arturito, Arturito, that's right. Arturito. Yeah, that's right, that's right, man. But uh, yeah, man, I mean, those were the golden ones for me, man. Those, yeah. those, the platinum ones, the diamonds, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, oh, yeah. but yeah. So this this cartoon was like progressing on Cartoon Network, and there was like diehards watching it. Right. I wasn't one of them, mm-hmm. but sure enough, flash forward years later, the pandemic hits. Right, like twenty nineteen, oh. right? And the first thing I thought it was like, I can't leave the house. I'm just gonna start watching stuff that I haven't watched. Mm-hmm. So I remembered real quick. I was like, Well, Eddie and Andy always told me I need to watch the Clone Wars, and well, I can't call myself a Star Wars fan if I don't start watching this stuff. Right. So sure enough, I put it on, and it was like. I think I was one of those rare people that actually liked the first season. And then I kept watching it and I was like, I got to keep watching this. This is like so good. And it just like took over Mm -hmm. to the point where like I plowed through it and I was like, what's next? And the next animated (laughs) series that just so happened to have already been out also was called Star Wars Rebels. Right, right, right. So that show, I remember when I saw the first few episodes, me and Andy were still working at that engineering firm. I remember walking into his office and I was like, you know what, dude? I think I actually like this show. (laughs) (laughs) And it was funny because it had gotten a lot of criticism as being like a more kiddie show because of the animation style, more lighthearted. But I was just digging the the character. The story was better. The story is better. Because this story actually takes place in the original trilogy. So that added like a huge element to it. Right. So again, flash forward, I've seen now all the animated product and my star wars like hype is at full force like beyond what it's ever been right so much that like that character that i told you that i was not digging in the movie of Tano mm-hmm. became my favorite character in star wars period uh, ask go. him how there many times he's met her <laughs> the actual the voice the voice oh yeah, the voice. I, oh, yeah. I can only imagine how oh, many times yeah. yes. he, he should have he actually should have brought his shield do it just do it just just do it say it <laughs> Oh yeah, he should have. He should have brought his shield. He's, that's another. Yeah, that's he's another got story. like a, a great story for going out and meeting these actors and actresses in the Marvel universe, that's in awesome, Star Wars man. universe, that's all awesome. kinds of stuff. And it's just a it's a phenomenal story that he has for that stuff. Yeah. I hear you, man. I hear you, dude. Jeez. <laughs> yeah. So going back to the the Star Wars thing, my first goal was like, okay, all these people that I know that are Star Wars fans that haven't seen the show, you need to see the show because. 
if you watch Clone Wars, all these things, all these things you thought about the prequels, now it fills in all these, all the gaps, all the missing gaps. Okay. Yes, and okay. then you go back and you watch the films, and suddenly they're not so like boring. I don't, I hate to say that still because right. I'm a fan, but suddenly like you understand a bit more to the depth of the characters, right? That, right. Particularly the ones that they didn't highlight too much, and I just kept like I I rewatched Rebels because I loved it so much, and then I got friends of mine. I would try to tell them like. You're a Star Wars fan. You got to watch this stuff. Right. We haven't seen it. Right. So one of the first guys that I spoke to was my buddy Pete, the one that co-hosted with me. Yeah. He's saying here, Psycho Mike. But all right, let's go on. Go <laughs> <laughs> on. Yeah. So I told Pete and sure enough, like, I think he like, again, the pacing of the, the beginning of Clone Wars is slow, but he got through it. And sure enough, it was the same effect. Right. By the end of it, he was asking me, dude, what do you think about us just doing a podcast where we talk about Star Wars? And mm-hmm. I was like. I'm the type of person that's real timid. Like this is like even being on the live camera right now for me is kind of like brand new. Hey, you're doing a great job, man. You're doing a real great job. <laughs> I think the podcast experience is kind of played. And PD's already promoting your stuff on here and saying radio good morning, Lo, the unofficial Star Wars Rebel podcast. <laughs> Guys, there you go. I mean I follow Star Wars, but listening to your podcast. You know, it's kind of like, yeah, they, they got something going here, man. I like this. I like this. Yeah, yeah. Go on. Yeah, so he's like, what do you think about this idea? Like, because Pete has had a podcast before. So, you know, he's basically the one that pulled me into this. He pulled me out of my comfort zone, but he knew I'd be, you know, I would do it because it's something that I'm passionate about. Right. And sure enough, I remember we we finally decided, hey, let's just do it. And he asked me, like, it was like a Saturday or Sunday. He's like, hey, do you mind jumping on Zoom real quick? So just so we can do like a sound check so I can make sure everything's set up for, yeah, yeah, for yeah. when we start. Yeah. And sure enough. He surprised me. He's like, okay, it's good. You want to record right now? And I was like, uh. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. Hold on. Time out. Can I get a beer? <laughs> <laughs> Buy me a drink first. I, I loosen up a little bit when yeah. I drink beer. I feel more uh, more uh, like Jar Jar Binks speaking on there when I'm drinking a beer. But uh, yeah, man. And I, and I like the tie-ins that now Disney has really knocked out of the park. Oh, yeah. What's really filling the gaps for me now, and like I said, I can understand the cartoon, the whole the anime yeah. stuff, you know, trying for me to get to watch it. I don't know if I can. I'll try. But the whole series of Obi-Wan that came out, oh, sweet oh, mother Jesus of God, that fills in a huge gap of, of Leia. And if you guys have not seen it, Leia and Luke growing up, and the close calls they get, and and to finally see a Mexicano and they're coming into, <laughs> to, the, to the to to power, but uh, a great series, man. I oh, mean, yeah. even though it's so short, which I want more Disney, you got me addicted <laughs> like kitty cocaine. But uh, it's so short, it's it's awesome, That's and great. it's awesome, man. It's, it's really an awesome great. show, and it's, it's slowly entangling more people. Coming into the yeah, Star Wars series, absolutely. yeah, yeah. Right. I think Disney was on to something. They once they, I think they hit a grand slam with Grogu. I know you got him sitting here in front yeah. of us. Yeah, I, I call him Baby Yoda, Baby man. Yoda, all right, yeah. the older I, people call him Baby Yoda. <laughs> I still like to call him Baby Yoda too. It flows off the tongue a bit. Exactly. Here. Yeah, Baby Yoda. Good I, job, Baby Yoda. Good I think job. when he showed up in that very first episode at of the Mandalorian, it just hooked. Every Star oh. Wars fan, but it also pulled in every like non-Star Wars fan exactly. that just like adored yes. this baby Yoda. Exactly. It did. It did. It really brought everybody in, in cahoots with it, man. Yeah. So like shit. It is <laughs> so awesome. Yeah, man. And I mean, and in, in the podcast itself, how long have you been up and running already? Oh, we've been doing it weekly. So let's we've done 15, 16 episodes. So it's already been like four months. 
Wow. Yeah. Wow. That's good. That's good, man. Yeah, it's been it's it's for sure something new for me. I'm getting used to it. I can tell like I support, you know, I, as soon as the episode drops, I post it on social media good. and I'm watching it. I watch it and then I put the social media drops because I want to be specific on what I'm saying. Uh-huh. And then as soon as I hit the road, like to come to Westaco or go to McAllen, I'm listening to it. Yeah. So I got to, you, you got to support yourself for sure. Yeah, of you course, man. Fan, you got to right? be narcissistic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, when he started it, I, I thought to myself, was like the social media aspect of anything I think these days is so huge. Mm-hmm. And I don't know much about it. Right. And so when he says like he, that's what he was doing. I was watching what they were doing because I knew that if we started something new, we were going to have to be adamant about the social media part of it. Yeah. Right. And it's tough. Yeah. And it's tough. Yeah. That is yeah. tough. And then like I told you before, you'll get nine no's, but eventually you'll get, you'll make up those nine no's with one yes. One yes. You know, and that's what's the beautiful thing about it. And I got Michael Zuniga saying, I am, I am with the force and the force is with me. <laughs> oh Yeah. Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ. You see? You see? Oh yeah. my god. Something's strong with this one. Yeah. <laughs> Mike also happens to be like probably our number one fan. He texts me like five and five thirty in the morning after the episode drops. He's like, love the podcast. And I'm just that's good, him, man. Thanks, Mike. You know, I'm just getting into the shower, but I'll check it out once I'm together. Yeah, and, 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 and that's the beauty part about it, man. When you have people that listen to your podcast. Or even when they go into your shop, man, and they compliment the area or they listen to your podcast, it's a great feeling because it, it pushes you further to do more to make it more impressing for yeah, you. Yeah, you know, and, and that's the beautiful part about it, man. The support. That's what that's all that we ask for, man. I mean, when you're doing a podcast, a store, a brand new store, an event, musicians that are out there, just the support itself it means is, the world. It means, it means the, world, the world means the world to yeah, us. Right. You know, and that's and that's the beautiful part about it, man. But yeah, dude. I mean, like I said, I heard I heard uh, that one, uh, some of the episodes going through, just scamming through, listening to what you guys are talking about. And I know most of it's all about the Clone Wars. Yeah. And I was like, man, I I, I want to listen to it, but I think I should watch the show first, so <laughs> can, you know, so I can get my two cents. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, it is it is a great podcast. And uh, when does the episodes drop? So the episodes now drop on Fridays, first thing in the morning. So you can catch us a fresh episode every Friday. Follow us on any audio pla- uh, podcast platform of your choice, and we also have a video podcast, so it's on YouTube. There you go. So you can search us. For, you can search for us at Radio Lothal, L O T H A L, and you can also search for us under our actual podcast name, which is Good Morning Lothal. Yeah, I see that man. And applause to uh, Petey here because he's promoting the the force out of it. Uh, <laughs> big question here, and this is, has been a question through decades after decades, and through may I say nerds? Uh, <laughs> you may. You may. Yeah, it's not derogatory at all. And this is this is where it's going to get really interesting, guys. Check I know this what out. you're going to ask. Oh, let me see. Let's see if the force is strong the with force this one. Is strong. Are you going to ask me who shot first? No. Okay. No. Can no. you already put me on the spot on the no. podcast of that? I was like, was no. it? Okay. <laughs> I forgot. No. Here we go. And this, I love this because I see it everywhere. I used to hang with friends in high school that I always fight over it. Now I see it on TV, and then I see it on episodes. Okay. What is the I, – I, right now, Star Wars is huge compared with the, with the Obi-Wan series. Yeah. But there is a new series coming out. There's a new series coming Picard is coming out with Star Trek again. Another one that's coming oh, yeah, Next yeah. Generation. Yeah, yeah. What is your take? Here's the big question Uh-oh. between Star Wars and Star Trek. 
Okay, should I get a punching bag or something? <laughs> Protect myself at all costs. Well, <laughs> and then Pete saying, Han shot first. Han shot first. <laughs> we all shot it, Pete. <laughs> no, uh, I mean, if you're a Star Wars fan, you know that our fandom is already toxic as it is. Yes. So in our podcast, if you, if you guys watch us, please do. Me and Peter are always preaching, like, you know, that's not what this is, our channel is about. Right. If you have, you know, creative differences in speaking, <laughs> we promote that but right. be civil about it because that's what creates the discussion exactly so i do extend that same thinking to star wars and star trek because i didn't grow up a star trek fan like the only star trek i think i saw one of the movies i couldn't tell you which one it was when i was a kid yeah and then i saw the newer ones and when i saw the newer ones that jj abrams did i actually liked them so i can't be the guy that get out of my podcast right now dude <laughs> <laughs> But Star Wars all the way, everyone. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, that's all I wanted to hear, man. Because <laughs> I've, I've always had that that battle with a lot of friends of my story. I'm, I like Star Wars and I like Star Trek. They're yeah. both growing up when I was way little in this uh, at uh, 77, 78, 79. Just started. My, my parents would sit me in front of the TV and I would watch Captain Kirk, Star Trek. It oh, would yeah. come out on Channel 4, I believe it was. KGBT, I believe. And I would see there like, wow. Well, I blew my mind that these people are flying through a spaceship through time, going to different planets, discovering this and that. I always have with that weird song. That stuff was it was it was hilarious, man. But then when Star Wars came out, the first official Star Wars movie came out. I mean, I, I was not even around the ages to even see it, but when it came out on VHS for the first time, when my dad bought the V, uh, got rented rented, rented a VHS. Shout out to Blockbuster. Don't get me. Way <laughs> before Blockbuster. <laughs> this is like the most. Damn, I feel old. <laughs> Back in 1982. Say what? Yeah, 1982. Um, we, he rented a VHS and rented Star Wars for the first time. And when I saw that, that just blew my mind. And I was like, wow. And then I finished watching that. I watched Star Trek. And then from there, I was like, it was like cheating <laughs> Don't worry, baby. I still love you. I'm gonna go check you out in a minute. Yeah. But yeah, man. It, it, I mean, that's why. And then when I hear friends fight over that, no Star Trek. This, no, no Star. Star Wars did it first. No, no Star Trek. I'm like, bro. Oh, <laughs> get over it. All right, yeah. they're both great movies. <laughs> the Star, just like you said, uh, yeah, Star Wars number one. So uh, <laughs> I leave it at that. I leave it at that. And I got RGB Paranormal Lockdown saying, "How's it going, brother? What's going on, man? Hope your podcast is going great too, man. Another great podcast to catch on YouTube and I believe YouTube and on Facebook Live. Check them out. Uh, great podcast, man. Great group of guys, man, guys. I mean, is there anything you want to add more? Now that your co-host is not here, then you want to throw out, throw some dirt, throw some dirt. No, no. Not at all. Pete is the best. Uh, I couldn't have asked for a better partner in doing, the, you know, the podcast. He has all the experience. He does all the work there as far go. as like the actual production. I'm very spoiled where I just get to show up and talk about Star Wars. Yeah, it sounds like Chew. But uh, <laughs> I feel for you, Pete. I feel for you, man. <laughs> And Pete says, uh, sorry, I missed you guys. Let's do it again. Another episode. And I'll be there. We'll call it the episode number two, Revenge of the Co-Host. You got it, buddy. You got it. Mark it down. Don't worry. We're going to get you on here, man. <laughs> we'll get you. I'll make sure I bring the lifesavers and all that good stuff, bro. There you go. Yeah, but we'll make it really interesting. <laughs> but uh, no, that's great, man. That's great. And uh, I mean, as far as social media, you can find you on Facebook. 
yeah, at, on Facebook, you can look for us at Good Morning Lothal. Uh, best bet is going to be on Instagram. Just look for Radio Lothal. Yeah, that's awesome, guys. Man, man, we're going close to an hour and eight minutes. What a great podcast. So much still more stuff to talk about. But, man, this is great. I'm glad you guys took the time. I'm glad they didn't think, oh, this drunk guy walking in here talking about a podcast. <laughs> he doesn't even have a freaking podcast. He just wanted to come see the shoes. Oh, my God. <laughs> no, no, no. We're, we're yeah. What was the discussion when I walked out? That's what I want to know. When, Who the hell when, is that guy? When he, walked, when he walked out, yeah, I'm not going to lie. Half the people in the room were scratching their head. The other half <laughs> people in the room were excited. And so it was it was a confused, excited, nervous, excited. Yeah. But, no, we were definitely excited to be on here. You know, we, we knew that you were serious. Yeah. And, and, I mean, just blessed, you know what I mean, yeah. to, to be able to get an opportunity to promote the things that we're passionate about. Right through something that you're passionate about. Awesome, so, man. you know, it, it's, it's, it was just fantastic. It was one of those great, another, you're in the right place at the right yeah. time. You yeah, confused and excited. Sounds like some of my, my high school days back in the day. So, and, uh, days then Back too. But no, I, I appreciate you guys taking the time to come out, uh, talk about the shop, talk about your podcast, man. And that's what it's all about, helping each other out. You know, like I said, uh, Whenever you guys want us to go out there, uh, we'll set time aside and we will head out there and set up right there. camera shop and we'll, we can have an interview or your your unicorn shows up. I'm calling you. I'm talking about unicorn that wants to go play uh, Magic the Gathering with you guys. <laughs> you better call me or at least make me a guest on the show when he oh, comes yeah, out. Oh, for sure. <laughs> with a pair of Jordans. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> uh, so this is the man. He's crazy. No, yeah. I'm doing audio work for these guys. I better get them. I'm just joking. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. We no. The shop's always growing. You know, we worked real hard to get the inside to look the way that it does. Mm-hmm. We're going to be working on the outside next. And they're twin rooms. Right. So that. that next room is the big project. We want to make it a lounge area, mm-hmm. make it someplace comfortable for people to come in, feel at home. You know, if you buy food or you buy something from the eatery, come on in, wow. have, be able to sit down, wow. things like that. So yes. we do yes. want to make it uh, definitely inviting. That's come what I'm in, talking about. See us. Just talk shop. That's you know, you watch about. these movies about barber shops and things like that. Right. You could just come in with your local barber and talk shop right. about anything, life, right. whatever. We want that for the shoe store. You, that's what we want. You just gave me. I'm gonna be that old guy that's always there, <laughs> right in the corner with a with a square of checkers, saying, "Now I went back in uh, 2022. I used to have a podcast. Yeah, now Chew owns the whole shit and kicked me out. <laughs> but uh, but now, like I said, I appreciate you guys coming out, man, and thank it so was much great. For having us. And, and the and the and the and the wife in the corner. Thank you. And she's like, I don't want to be in the podcast. Well, we can hear you. So <laughs> it's all. Um, be there you go. Oh, so you're the mother goose too, huh? <laughs> that's a whole. That's a whole different other story, another podcast. I'm not even gonna touch that with the template pole. But uh, guys, I appreciate you guys coming out. Thanks so much. I uh, and everything you guys are doing are great, and especially the hospitality. I got even though I was a. Little bit off the edge. The hospitality <laughs> was great. But uh guys, if you get a chance, eatery right in the alley, you see that glass window, and the magic just pops out in the back. I mean, you see it, and when you see it, oh my god, it's just it's oh, yeah. 
exactly it's that. that. It's it, that. exactly like that. that it hits it, different. Yeah, it hits different in the all the wrong places. But uh <laughs> <laughs> but your feet, I'm talking about your feet. Stop thinking dirty. But uh <laughs> but yeah, man, I appreciate you guys coming out uh like you guys did. Uh I'm uh right now we're gonna uh Get offline because I got stuff in the sign. I got a little uh, portrait autograph, the autograph on the on our canvas because you were uh, our other guest that come on here for season three. And uh, guys, stay tuned for next week. We keep an eye on our social media. I can't really let the cat out of the bag just yet, but uh, keep an eye on our social media. Something big, huge is coming. Uh, Tuesday, Tuesday, we're going to be live somewhere in Westlaco. Uh, just keep an eye out. Uh, I can't say anymore because I got uh, little, little laser points and shock things in my body right now. I say that literally shocked me, and that's my wife talking. So, uh, <laughs> okay, babe, I'll pick a, I'll pick a gallon of ice cream when I get home, but uh, <laughs> but uh. Yeah, guys, just stay tuned. Keep an eye on the, on our Facebook page, all our uh, all our uh, social medias. Head out to Lot Forty One. Listen to the podcast, guys. Appreciate you guys coming out, ladies and gentlemen. That is the podcast for this week. Keep an eye out for us next week. Thank you very much. Thank, Thank you so much. Thank you very much. I like, appreciate coming out. And like always, ladies and gentlemen, ladies, yeah. Digging through the same dirt You and me We're bruised from the same hurt You and me We're wading through the same flood You and me We're dragged through the same